Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. Let's talk about your big butt, Sarah. <laughs> Stop Let's it. Just jump right into it, right there. I don't. I'm getting a complex about. This. I don't know why you need to have a complex about. It. I mean, they seem to be complimentary. They I are guess. complimentary, I guess. Is but I mean, I'm trying to get a, a complimentary word. Nice haunches. Well, that... I don't know if haunches was very complimentary. And then is thick complimentary? I mean, I don't know. I'm terrible. I think it might be. I, I can't give any woman compliments because I, it just like weirds me out because then I feel like I'm being I'm doing something wrong. But they yeah, seem very confident. Pretty quick. I'm not creepy. That's the <laughs> thing. I say nice things. But uh, this guy can get away with haunches and uh, you look thick. Nice butt. I didn't know. I did not know how to respond to that. Uh, comedians love Sarah's butt. That's they, the new name I of this podcast. Know... <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen to this so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, all right, we're going to get back into that topic at the beginning. And <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. We've we got to <laughs> delve into that. It's because we, we had uh, Arnez J, a, a comedian here at Helium Comedy Club. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club um, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday uh, right here in Portland. And he's the one that made those comments. We'll, we'll get back into that. Not I the do- haunches one. Brian Callen did the haunches. Brian Callen said haunches. Arnez said you're thick. Yeah, okay. I'll try to get it straight. In Atlanta. I'll try to get it straight yeah. out. Uh, but uh, I do want to say this uh, right off the bat here. Of course, we broadcast out of Portland, Oregon, and I want to thank all of you that listened to our show, or maybe you were a newer listener because you saw our name in the paper because we were nominated as one of the top five local podcasts for Portland, Oregon yeah. by Willamette Week. So big thank you to them for that, and really thank you to everybody who listened because yeah, no, you, it wasn't. I mean, it's the, but the people who voted. So well, thank you. I to can you. say thanks no, twice. You can't. I you can't say thanks cannot. twice. Okay, no. I guess I can't. <laughs> uh, but thank you everyone who did that. So I guess what's going to happen with that, and we'll talk about it more another time. But it's going to go to a public vote for the best out of those top five, which we're one of, and um, I think that starts next week. So we'll get into that another time. But yep. yeah, thank you everyone. That is that is very cool. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So so before before we go down this too far. <laughs> Explain it. So we had Brian Callen. Brian Callen, you can look him up. You'll see he was at Helium Comedy Club uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, national comedian. He, when he was in here a couple of weeks ago, he uh, took a look at Sarah. I, I got to say, it was kind of a leering look. It was, it was very leering. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he I said, I have to say, he made me like, he was nice, but it, he made me a little. I'm not uncomfortable. A mm-hmm. little uncomfortable. A little uncomfortable. It was just strange. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know how to respond to because it. because I think he was complimenting you because he was like, "Yeah, you you look like you work out. You look strong. You look strong. Yeah, you got nice haunches. You have nice haunches. I mean, it's you look basically strong. everything short of saying you've got breeding hips. But I mean, <laughs> seriously, that's, that's kind of where he was going. <laughs> but but so so the, Brian Callen said this about you, and then now today, which you'll hear this interview. Arnez uh, also commented, and it's it's there in the. Which, I don't even know how there. he saw my butt. I, went, I was like sitting. Basically no, you were standing when he came in. I guess I did get him. I'm some sure he coffee. took a look. Oh, yeah. I guess he did. He was probably looking. Yeah, he was he was checking out the goods. Okay, so, okay, that's what he was doing. Stop it. So Arnez then commented and said, "Yeah, you're thick. If you were in Atlanta, what is it like? You're thick for a white girl, and if you were in Atlanta, you would be like a. I'd be popular. Yeah, or you'd something. be you'd be popular. Yeah, yeah." So that that was another. But uh, I believe I, I that's hear, a compliment. When I hear thick, I, I would think like you know, like stocky 
or something. <laughs> That's what I stout. Yeah, like thick kind of sounds like stout to me. Like I was just like, no, you're thick. I'm like, I don't know what that means. It yeah, sounds stout. like stout. Strong legs, like like a tree. I know. know. I'm starting to get really over. self-conscious <laughs> about my strong legs. <laughs> Can't knock you over. Try it. That's yeah. That, I have a low center of gravity. Well, I mean, and I want to ask you since I mean, you are the one uh, receiving these compliments, and since I'm so terrible at giving, like it, it just makes me uncomfortable. Don't ever tell anyone they have nice haunches. Well, no, I see, and that's the thing. I would never go that far. Like I'm still. I'm still broken from telling that girl, a girl she had you liked I, the color of her shirt. That I liked the color of the shirt because I genuinely liked her shirt. Uh-huh. And this was like years ago when I worked at, at this office and she was at the copy machine. I was going to be using it. I was like, oh, that, that shirt's really cool. Or, I, like, I like the color of your shirt. And she looked at me like I had basically just jabbed at her mm-hmm. and was like making like honking noises her, as her I was. Fun bags. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but really, I was just like, oh, I got to get my copies. Like, oh, that's a cool light blue. I like that light blue. And then, bam! Because that? that's a weird thing to say. I like light blue. It's my like Why my favorite color. Why did you color. have to tell her that? I don't know because it's my favorite color. I was just like, oh yeah, oh, I my like favorite color is light blue. I like your shirt. I don't know if I specifically said that, but I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. And well, after that though, I I did not leer at her or jab at her. Mm-hmm. I wasn't stabbing at her boobs or anything. And and then she like walked off. Though the look she gave me, I might as well have done that. And so I've been like, I've been broken ever since then i don't know how to give a compliment to a lady because then i feel like if i give a compliment then i'm saying well you look good now but before oh man before you looked you terrible look like yeah, you looked terrible yeah. yesterday you look great today in my mind that means you looked awful yesterday that's how that's how a woman's going to take it it's not how i mean it and so therefore i just choose not to give compliments and then well, so you just just decided to be a jerk i just shut down i'm not trying to be a jerk either you just never trying to say not, anything nice to anybody i'm trying to not not be a jerk somehow in there it's, it works out oh. yeah i'm attempting to not be a jerk okay but maybe i'm being a jerk by not being a jerk well you need just, to give people compliments it's, all a cycle. it's nice don't you like getting compliments i do i love giving compliments well then you should give them you can't just get them but i know but i want to but then then what if it just comes out wrong you know what if i say something wrong well try so and say are you saying say something nice to me uh, boy, hey Sarah, you know I just wanted to say you look really thick today. Your haunches are your haunches are great. That is not like, but that's what <laughs> that they was the said. One thing I told you not. Yeah, and I'm saying how creepy it was. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. Uh, let me try to. Um, Arnaz uh, was less creepy. You know, than, Sarah, than you Brian. look like if you were in Atlanta, you would be a real hot item. Was that, was that so a you're saying I'm not hot in Portland? See, there we go. Okay. Yeah. See, now I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not really sure. Haunches uh, also contains the upper thigh. Oh, so it's the whole it's the whole package. So yeah. I. And I've got my, my, my strong All right, so that, that compliment did not work. Uh-huh. See, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't, know, I don't know what to do. Well, and I don't know like, how to respond to a, a compliment about your butt. Like, <laughs> but, uh, butts are just – like I, I don't think about that. It's just kind of gross. I think Amy Schumer has that song uh, making fun of the fact, you know, the, uh, like how sexualized butts are. She's oh, like, yeah. It's the thing that I – yeah. 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 <laughs> no, what? You don't want to say it now? I don't want to say it. <laughs> Amy Schumer nails everything on that. Uh, she does, man. She hits it out of the park. Uh, listen to her interviews at funemploymentradio.com. Amy Schumer on Twist. All right. So, so th- that's, that's the bottom line, though. You're, you're feeling self-conscious about this, mm-hmm. about the fact that you've been getting. A do you normally bit. get butt comments? No. Like, mm-hmm. how does that work? I don't know. I, I just, just comedians? In life, uh, in the past, like, you know, three weeks or so, two people have commented on my butt, and they've both been, you know, national touring comedians. Mm-hmm. And that's, those are the only comments I've heard. Okay. Uh, Dwarf, in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, where you can, if you're a subscriber, you can hop in there. Uh, Dwarf said the guy has said nothing other, if the guy had said nothing other than, Sarah, you have a nice personality, you would have questioned it more, maybe. Would you have questioned <laughs> that? Like, you got a really good personality. Well, I wasn't... Uh, Is I, that a compliment I can give and get away with? No. You know, you got a really great personality. 
No, I don't think that's a compliment. I mean, it, it is a compliment, but it doesn't sound like a compliment. You're really like, funny. You're just you're so funny. Is that is that you're a real charmer? Is that see? Can I say that? No. God damn it! Uh, your hair looks really good today. So it looks bad the other day. See, this is what I'm talking about. You are feeding into this. This is years of stunted growth in my relationships. Um, which, by the way, I, I do have to mention this. In, during this interview with Arnez, he cornered me. Like, he called me out because he started talking about... He didn't know he was calling me out at first until, Sarah, thank you for pointing it out. No problem. In the middle of the interview. Mm-hmm. He started talking about how... Um, how he lives life, which is – he's got a really good philosophy on things, I, I do have to say, my, minus the haunch comments. This is a separate section. <laughs> he's not – stop. You're confusing them. Brian oh, Kellen haunches. the thick, big butt comments. Yes. Uh, Arnez, uh, big oh, butt. Everybody thick. I know has a big butt. Let's talk mm-hmm. about your butt some more. All right. So – You've got to stop. That's becoming a tick for you, dude. It is. It yeah, is. you've got to stop doing that. Uh, Pee Wee fans know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So um, during it, he like – cornered me and and he started talking about being stressed and being uh you know how people when when they stress out they don't focus on the fun things in life and he went through this whole kind of thing and i knew what in my mind i was like oh shit that's me he's describing me because somebody (laughs) who stresses out like all the time and Mm -hmm. just can't find a time to relax like this is the only time it was like he was speaking to you it was like he was inside of your head yeah and then sarah had to call it out on the show which i'm sorry it was just exactly like he would like been placed yeah but it didn't need he didn't know that at the time (laughs) until you called it out and then he cornered me and you know on this show like like one i just told you I'm, i'm terrible with women and two like i don't I feel like I need to clarify this just for, for the interview. This has already this flustered is me. This so awkward. So, oh, you're making it so much more awkward. This is amazing. <sighs> All right. So I don't talk about like actual <laughs> dating life ever on this show. You know, if you're a longtime listener to the show, at the beginning of this this whole thing five I years ago. I started out married. <laughs> I had a different uh, relationship status. Yeah. And not that this show had anything to do with that coming to an end. It, it did not in nope. any way, shape, or form. But at that point, once that ended, I was like, you know – I think I'm done talking about actual relationships mm-hmm. on the show. I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. if As that does happen, not that I really have time, nor that it has really, I'm just kind of done talking about it. However, he cornered me, and he's like, are you in a relationship? And, yeah, there's like a girl I've been talking to, but not really even that, so now I feel bad if she hears this. Oh, you're going to sound so creepy. I'm going to sound super creepy. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, yeah, which isn't really true. It's, I'm just going to tell you right now, it's not really true, you but did, I was terrified. I was, I I was, was cornered. I was so confused when you were, I'm like, What? <laughs> What invisible girlfriend is he talking about? I don't know why I said it. From summer camp. I don't know why I said that. And then I tried to backpedal out of it, but it was too late. And then I couldn't just be like, oh, no, I was lying. I don't really like. You can't go back on that. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so. So in this interview, Greg has an invisible girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, God. That sounds so terrible. Oh, God. That's even better than I remember. That sounds awful. That sounds awful. Oh, my God. Wow, Mr. JK sounds... in the live chat says, she lives in Canada. You don't know her. Yeah, she's a model up there, but, uh, you know, she's real busy in Paris right now. So you guys probably won't ever meet. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, that, that's, that's, what, that's what I said. So that's what I said. We is. all get to hear about Greg's imaginary Canadian I did not girlfriend. <laughs> oh, God. It was so, I, was kind of, I wasn't looking at Greg because as soon as he said that, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? I don't know. I thought it was like a hypothetical thing at first. And then I was like, and I just like, bleh. it just came out of my mouth. Well, I was flustered too. when he kept like asking me. Like, yeah. Then he's. First, yeah. And then he was just Well, like, you're the one that was hitting on him though. I was not hitting on him. I didn't know what to do. I had to like bounce back. Yeah. You hit on him. That's what it was. That was, are you kidding me? I don't know. That was not hitting. I had to bounce back. Like what am I supposed to do? Like someone's t- telling me that they like my butt and then asking like all kinds of personal questions. Well, I'm just I deflect, saying. You know what? I'm a good deflector. I deflected. Yeah. 
I was not. Uh, I was not hitting on you. You deflected, and I just basically stabbed myself. And you in just the basically made up a fake girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I I gave the hangman the rope. That's pretty much what I did. <laughs> I, I hung myself. So that that happened during during this interview as well. So we've got a bunch of stuff to get to after the interview. Um, but why don't we go ahead and do this? Let's let's go ahead and play it. Okay. Let, let's play this interview because it is he is great, Arnez J. And look this guy up. He has a fascinating. Life. He is so interesting. I have to be honest. I didn't know uh, quite a lot about him before we talked to him. But, yeah. man, he's just uh, – he was fantastic. He's been a flight attendant. I didn't get to talk to him about Ken Griffey Jr. Apparently he's met and hung out with him. He did – he um, – uh, and, I, again, we didn't talk about this in the interview, but he, he like, inducted some people for the uh, Negro Baseball League's Hall of Fame. Oh, Like, wow. he was involved in that, and that's how he met Ken Griffey Jr. And, like, there's a whole side there we didn't even get to. So next time he comes to town, we'll – We'll have to talk about that. But yeah, real cool guy. So Arnez J going to be at Helium Comedy Club. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com here in Portland. And uh, go see him one of these nights. So let's just go ahead and play it. Here it is. This is Arnez J <laughs> Here's the love story Radio. of Greg and his invisible Oh, girlfriend. yeah. And it just kind of jumps into the show, yeah. too. Because there was no way we could really No, there wasn't. Like, as soon as guy. he put on the headphones, he started talking. Yeah. So. so it's just like, well, we got to record that. Yep. All right. So here we go. Arnez J on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Remember the Sprite commercial with little, uh, the uh, little, um, not Chris Rock, but the little, the little bitty dude. With yes. Oh, Kevin Hart. I, no, not Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little bitty, and I thought Kevin Hart. No, no, back, <laughs> that's real life. Though. Yeah, no, no, back in the day, <laughs> oh, uh, Penny Hardaway. Do you mean Penny Hardaway? Yeah. But uh-huh. the the little bit, I missed yeah. that part. By I, matter of fact, we were going back and forth about the pay. I wanted two hundred grand to do it. Uh huh. This dude underbid me and said he'd do it for seventy five grand. Oh wow. man! And I wasn't gonna do it. Damn, you were gonna be a little penny. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. shit! And they. I was so pissed. <laughs> off. Oh man! I was so pissed off. <laughs> I can't believe we were going with the net. We were they were offering with the network, and that's what they came back. With I mean, the, to be all honest, that big of a national campaign, yeah. seventy five grand is low. That seems low. I would. I wanted. You know, I wanted two. I think it was two fifty. Yeah. To do it. That seemed. I mean, for how big of a campaign that Penny. Do you remember the Penny Hardaway campaign? I at all? don't even you probably know who don't Penny know. Hardaway is. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Somebody was. was a big deal, they man. was desperate. Yeah. I mean, to to underbid like that. Yeah. And they were at least going to offer you a hundred and something. You take seventy five just to because we kept going back and forth almost an hour. The network would go Trying to their to agent. It come my agent. Their agent. Their agent. I wouldn't drop the price. He was staying fast, and then. He came back and they said they're going to move ahead with this gentleman. And we found out later on it took him 75 grand. Dang. Wow. Well, that's not worth it. And then. where is he now? No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> Turn me loose. <laughs> Spent 75 grand. I bet that. Yeah. I'm going to Oh, welcome to Fun Employment Radio, by the way. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Arnaz J in the, in the house. Uh, T Rux. T Rux. T Rux. T Rux. T Rux. That's what I had to say. Yeah, T. That's what, is that, that right? Isn't that, wasn't that the T-Rux. name of it? That, you know, that's what you that's said. That's what you said. I think it's T-Rux. The <laughs> it's truck. like trucks. Okay. But... It, I know you know the little animation where you you never see, you never hear the voices. And mm-hmm. they used to come on, I don't know if it was Adult Swing. I don't can't remember. But it would come on, you would see the animation, you would see them in their position of growling, but uh-huh. they never said anything. Well, uh-huh. DreamWorks okay. was putting out a... Projects and I think it was called trucks, like T T R U X, okay, oh. Mo- like monster trucks, something like that. And it was going to be an animation, and this time they were putting voices to it. 
And I was auditioning for the part, man. And when I tell you, I, I've never in my entire life, in my world of comedy, I don't brag, but when I tell you I nailed this bitch, it was <laughs> on. Mm-hmm. I just knew, I just knew I had the part. And and it was going on Netflix. Do you realize how Netflix, uh, Netflix done went from worst to first? Yeah. Yeah, they. Yeah. Oh, that is the best way to put it. That's totally true. Yeah, they went from worst to first. Absolutely. And and when I didn't get the part, man, I was so darn mad. I was, oh my God, man. I mean, okay. <laughs> you said <laughs> it to I was so darn mad. Okay. You, the audience judge. Look, <laughs> the part for me is supposed to be this evil truck. And this evil truck was trying to basic, basically kill all the other trucks. That so is he evil. Was, he's like, yeah, he was like an overlord. And this one truck, um, he like he was held captive, and it was like a, a little uh, diesel pusher, you know. But I was like this big, giant, massive semi with growling front ends, right? Uh-huh. My grill was like these sharp teeth, right? Okay. And and they were like, "When are you gonna When are you gonna let us go?" That's how the other truck, little <laughs> bitch trucks. Yeah. When, when are you gonna let us go? And I was like, <laughs> "When am I going to let you go? Never. I would like to." kill you now except i'm hungry you know so <laughs> i didn't get that part and when i when they called me they thought i was doing it with a computer and it was actually my voice and then they told me they already gave the part away and i was like really so that's what you really gonna tell me right now yeah. god yeah so i'm kind of hurt yeah that isn't very cool yeah well you know you, you, you keep doing things you know i don't get a lot of voiceover uh auditions i guess because i'm not set up for it you know through my agency or whatever mm-hmm. but i do a lot of voices, you know, I do characters, but a lot of right. people just don't know that. That's why I think that's why my comedy shows uh, sell out so much is because when people find out who I am uh-huh. and they really listen to me, the word just spreads so much that, excuse me, that, you know, they come and see the show. Yeah. And that's why I think it's a blessing. This is my first, first time in Portland. I, we were going to yeah. ask. First time. I've never even been here. What do you think? You know what? Y'all are mellow. <laughs> when, Y'all would come to Atlanta and die today. Oh yeah. Everybody oh yeah. is so so yeah. kind on the highway. <laughs> right, yeah. Man, you be kind in well, Atlanta like this? Oh, my God. Run there up was, your ass. There was just a study that came out that Portland has the slowest traffic in the nation. I saw a bike keeping up with your that. car. <laughs> I like the bike. The bike let the car go. I mean, really? <laughs> oh, uh, wait, wait. I got Adam with me, who was one of the one of the guys over at the Helium Comedy Club where I'm performing. Let me tell you, Adam, okay, if you look at Adam, Adam, first of all, Adam weighs about what a, maybe a buck two. He <laughs> looks like a buck two. He got this little balloon. Yeah, he <laughs> and got the nerve to have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> so Adam pulls up and we're talking. Let me tell you how, how, how cool Adam is, though. He's the coolest little dude. Yes. And literally, little dude. <laughs> and so I said, uh, and he's smaller than he, and he's smaller than Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is one of my one of, one of my good friends. So, and he's smaller than Kevin Hart. Oh my God, he's smaller than Kevin. Yeah, Kevin got a little stock on him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. he got a little stock on him. He, I call him Little Tuna, yeah, and, he call, and he calls me Big Tuna. You know, because I'm 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 two, I'm two fourteen, and I'm only five seven. I'm two fourteen. Really? I, yeah. Honestly, you I wear love, it well. I can't. Most tell. people don't know that I'm two fourteen. Yeah. I'm I am two fourteen of man meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, but let me let me finish tell you about uh, 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 Adam. So. 
we're talking and I'm going, <laughs> I'm like, man, I said, I said, your area is beautiful. I said, you got, you guys got, you know, clean air, skies. And Adam said, yeah, but uh, next month, you know, weed will be a re- recreation. I said, what the F does that have to do with what I'm talking about? I said, and so, and so I said, yeah, I'm looking for, I said, I got to go to a post office. He said, yeah, yeah, you, there's a post office. I think it was right around the corner where the weed's going to be. I like Adam. And <laughs> Something you want to tell us? <laughs> he is so ready for this weed. <laughs> I said, Adam's gonna walk up to a police officer with a joint in his hand. Yeah, y'all. <clears throat> Ooh, that's some good shit. Hey, you want somebody? Okay, can you tell me how to get <clears throat> to the police officer? I gotta bond somebody out. <laughs> oh my God, Adam had me dying laughing. Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all are gonna get weed. Uh, yeah, next yeah, it's not, July, isn't it? I think, I think it's yeah, June or July. Yeah, Adam, it's soon. June, July. No, Adam, no. <laughs> Adam be one of those ones outside with a lawn chair <laughs> with a clock, like he's waiting at a concert with a weed in the bag, looking up at the clock. As soon as he hears "bing," it's time. <laughs> oh my God! You see a big cloud around him, and it's sticking out. Oh man, it, I, I don't know if y'all need weed as mellow as y'all are already. I, I was thinking yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine y'all smoking weed on your highway? Right. <laughs> Ain't nobody moving. No. <laughs> no. Dude, I can't wait for this. Can't wait for this stoplight to turn red, dude. Yeah, the stop sign is still red, man. Wow. Uh, I'm ready to go. How long are you going to be red, stop sign? <laughs> You do know you're at a stop sign. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's right. That's right. Stop signs don't turn color, do they? <laughs> so is Portland so far fulfilling like every stereotype you've ever heard of it? Uh, you know, I just didn't imagine Portland being this white. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. so white. I, I yeah. just didn't. No. Y'all, it's it's not a stereotype. Y'all got the it's crayon white. box yeah. and y'all the only color in it. <laughs> y'all the only color in that crayon box. But you know what? No it, shit. It, but yeah. it's beautiful because you know I'm you know I'm from the black mecca. You know I, I'm I'm from I'm, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. It's, mm. it's straight up. It's 19 to one. But I have never seen so many white people looking at so many white women looking at my ad before. I have never seen that. <laughs> I mean I'm an, I mean it's flattering. You know I, I've never been with a white girl. You've never been with a white girl? <laughs> Maybe there's time for a change. <laughs> you are in the right city. No, I have never I have never been with a white girl before. Interesting. Never, never I know. I'm one of the few blacks. Cause I know, I know, I know, I know, I know your basketball team ass. <laughs> Killing it! You made a local reference. That was uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Wesley oh, Matthews. That's, those trailblazers. That's... Oh yeah, trailblazing. Yeah. <laughs> but I did play for the Harlem Globetrotters, right? I played for the Harlem Globetrotters for yeah. You no know way! That? Yeah. No. Yeah. And we did our research. I did not see that. Yeah, I was playing for the Harlem Globetrotters for two years. Matter of fact, the owner Manny Jackson. Um, who's the owner of the Harlem Globetrotters, called me at my house twice, and I hung up on him because I thought he was playing a joke. <laughs> so he had to call my agent, and my agent called me back because my agent gave him my phone number. Same thing with Prince. I was just going to ask. Yeah, that yeah I wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You would believe that Prince is actually going No, on. Yeah, who <laughs> no. in the right mind would think Prince would call them at their house? I, would, I can't even imagine Prince using a phone. But, like, but that's <laughs> something other people do for Prince. You know? Dial that call for me. Use your finger. Dial it. One, two, three. Dial it. Baby. Five. Yeah. 
Uh, Nikki, seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Prince, did you snort? No, you I didn't just snort. snort. <laughs> yes, you did. I breathed. Hey, Sarah, you snort. <laughs> I did not snort. But it, but <laughs> tell me your story. <laughs> here's the thing. I'm on. Uh, I'm on the phone, and I'm from Atlanta, right? So I go. Hello. Well, I'm lying. I'm from Atlanta. I say, who this? He said, it's the artist. And this one, he was called the artist. Okay. The artist. So he called himself the artist. He called himself the artist. Interesting. Now I'm gonna tell you how he even got my number. He got my number because he was on tour, and his hairdresser, makeup person, knew me. And he saw me on television, and he said he wanted to meet me. She had my number, and she thought it would be cool if he would call. So he called my home (laughs) personally. No lie. Hand to God. So I go, this is who? It's the artist. I said, are you starting your asses? Hey, man, we called my house this early in the morning. I got a little tingle at the tip, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I just woke up and ain't used the bathroom yet. Don't do that. So I still got a pee-pee. <laughs> so, so he said, it's the artist. I'm like, I like Prince? <laughs> yeah, it's the artist. So I didn't believe him. So I said, okay, well, do something that lets me know you him. Hand to God. All I hear, baby. And when he did it, when I tell you all my man left, oh. all the game that is within me came out. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I swear to God, all my man left. All I swear, all I want to do is plant flowers and wear a thong. I swear to God. And then when you meet him, you can't look him in his eyes. Don't look him in his eyes. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Look, Prince is 4'11". And he weighs the same size as Adam. <laughs> and he wears the five-inch heels, but when he looks you in his eye with those, those baby eyes. Oh. Oh, oh, my God. I swear to God. He, baby you will, eyes? Yeah. You, oh, my God. You let him look in your eyes as a man, you'll let him rape you. You will. You will. You will just let him rape you. Don't do it. Don't do not look this in his eyes. It ain't even his voice. It's his eyes. That's where the power lies. That's where the power lies. So, so, wait a minute. So, I go in his dressing room. No lie. They told me because he wanted to meet me at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. So I go to the Fox, and I'm talking to myself. I'm going to be a man this time. He pumped me out on the phone. You get your man back. Yeah, you walk up on it. Yeah, you walk on with a swole chest. You walk on with a swollen chest. So this, I'm talking to myself, trying to suck myself up. I got to grain my man back because he took my man. So I get to the Fox, and they said, well, you know, the artist is on stage, but you can go sit in this dressing room if you want. I said, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll go in there, you know, but... You know, uh, you know, that's it. You know, I'm just trying to be man. <laughs> I go in. I swear to God, this bright light comes out of his dressing room like the angels are in there. <laughs> come on in. Come on in to the prison dressing room. So I go in and all his little lungaree pants, all his little shimmering outfits are lined up on the wall. Oh so and it's like silks. And diamonds. And, and I tell myself, don't touch it, Arnett. Don't touch it. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I just took my hand and went, all in his pants, man. It felt, so, it felt so charmony. And all of a sudden, I hear this voice, Arnett. I turn around, my, my hand's still stuck in his crotch <laughs> of his pants. And I said, no, not today. <laughs> and he looked me in my eyes, and I swear to God, I wanted to wear a lingerie outfit. <laughs> you cannot look Prince in his eyes, dude. You cannot. And his foot. baby eyes. I'll oh, always his baby eyes. That. Oh, my God, those baby eyes. And they big and sultry. Oh. They do. They look kind of swishy. Yeah, they look 
Yeah. They put Bandy you in a trance. They, 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 they make you go in a, like a trance. <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, it's like his eyes are closed, and then the mindset of a Jedi comes on when he opens his <laughs> eyes. It's like the, it's just you caught like a deer in the headlight, <laughs> and you don't know what to do. I swear to God, man, don't look him in his eyes. <laughs> Don't ever look Prince in the Don't eyes. Don't ever get a front Word of ticket. advice for everyone listening right now. Yeah. Never look Prince in the eyes. <laughs> Never look him in his eyes. <laughs> well, Arnaz, you've had such an interesting life, like, you know, with comedy. And then also, was I reading right that you were a flight attendant? Six years. That is amazing. I actually have a friend who works for um, an airline. I won't say the name yeah. because we've had her on. But, yeah, she's been it for a few years and she loves it. I was a flight attendant for six years for, uh, six years for Continental Airlines. Okay. And back in the day. And let me tell you something. I had – what's so funny – is that I was a lead flight attendant, and I had an all-black crew except for one white girl we called Nessie's White Chocolate. <laughs> no, no, she was beautiful. I mean, but she loved us so much. It was just ridiculous. When I tell you I had an all-black crew, the captain was black. The first officer on the plane was black, and we flew what is called the A300 Airbus. Seats 272 passengers, wow. and it had a pub on it. And wow. I was the bartender at the pub. When I tell you, more people got off my flight drunk every week. Uh. <laughs> it's like people want. People used to wonder why our flight stayed so packed all the time. When I say people loved us, it was ridiculous. Wow. It was when I say ridiculous, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and of course, we're you know we're black, so you know we're gonna steal. So, <laughs> oh, oh my God, that liquor money, the liquor money. And the movie money, it never got turned in. I mean, I can, I can say it now. Statue of limitations run out. Whatever. Let me tell, let me tell you something. That, that, that's why they start going to credit cards. Because of us, probably. When I that is genius. When I tell you. I'm going to tell you about another airline. But hold on. When I tell okay. you. Like, we, we, man, I had the best dress crew in the world. We had money every week. I mean, you know how hot Forrest Gump was, right? When we used to turn <laughs> so the money, hot. when we used to turn it in, they were like, really? You guys only made $30 on a four-hour flight? I said, yeah, you know, nobody wanted to watch it. <laughs> nobody wanted to watch Forrest They told me they wanted some X-rated movie, and we couldn't get it. <laughs> I think it was called Caligula. <laughs> and when, when I tell you, now, there was an airline that you would not know. I can tell you about all airlines that people probably wouldn't even remember. And I'm still young dude. But I know I'm a historian, mm -hmm. more or less. Like you would not know of an airline called Braniff International. Never no. heard of it. It's called Braniff. I've seen it because I think it was referenced in like a, a movie that I've seen. Okay, but I didn't uh -huh. know that it was actually real. Was that in like Catch Me If You Can or something? That, that was, was Pan Am. That was Pan Am. Yeah, but then there was. But I think it was referenced. But yes, I don't well, think I anyway, knew Braniff. Yeah. Braniff Airline was around Pan Am. It was. Um, you remember Frontier Airlines? Mm. Okay, well Frontier Airlines was a big airline. They're still around, aren't no, they? No, no. What, no, what happened was they went under, went into bankruptcy and went under, and they were bought back out. Now they're more like a, a shuttle airline. Yeah. So they were brought back as Frontier Airlines, more or less like a shuttle type, like a Southwest Airlines, smaller mm -hmm. operation. Though. Puddle jump. Yeah, puddle it. jump. Yeah. Yep. So that's how they, they were brought back. Now there was hmm. an airline also called People's Express, which was out of Newark, New Jersey. People's Express Airline, let me tell you how I wish to God I could have worked for them. <laughs> You paid when you got on the plane. You'd have numbers 
to get on the plane as your ticket, but you would pay when you got on. So what? the flight attendants will collect the money when you got on the plane. Man, if I could have worked for them, that airline would have went broke way quicker than they did. And then you wonder why they went into bankruptcy. Really, it would have been because of RNSJ. Yes, sir. Alone. I would have been. Let me tell you something. Just people shelling out cash to the attendant. credit cards and cash. Cash. Wow. Can you believe that? In Newark, New Jersey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right here. Uh, what's your secret? Yeah. Uh, what did what they tell you? Yeah, Sita costs, uh, no, I'm from Boston, but I work here in Newark. Uh, <laughs> what's your seat cost? About uh, $5 there? Yeah, yeah, that's what they told you. Well, it's 200 okay? It's, it's $200 here. Yeah. You want the specialty item? You're sitting by the engine. <laughs> <laughs> Two men used to pay when you got on the plane. That's crazy. That is ridiculous. That's insane. Yeah. See, you didn't know that. I did no. not they, know They that. were the only airline to do that. Wow. They were called the People's Express. That's so funny you brought up Newark, too, because that's actually where my friend's base is. Mm. <laughs> where she is. So she used to work for U.S. Air? Uh, she, yes. And yes. she's uh, she lives in Elizabeth. Ali- um, oh, my God. Elizabeth? Yeah. No, that's, Elizabeth, that, no, yeah. that's, no, that's, that's, that's yuppie. That's, yeah. that's more, uh, what's that's more Portland. Is it more Portland? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yes. That's, that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It's the Portland uh, of that's, New that's, Jersey. That's, that's the Portland of New Jersey. Right there. Right there. Yeah, that's where all the uh, yeah, white people, yeah, they work right there. Yeah, yeah right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shut up, you fat fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Elizabeth is um, the more upper class. Is uh, it? Okay. Because it's right next to Newark. Okay, yeah, because she's like 20 minutes away from the airport yeah, or whatever. And, yeah, that's right. Now. So she lives in the good area. Okay, the good area yeah, of New she Jersey. Does. <laughs> she, yeah, she lives in the good area, then you go to where the mob is, and then you go into Newark. Okay. Yeah, because isn't that the town that like Sopranos was based on or something? Uh, I don't think that's it. The, where where Elis- like the Bada Bing is or whatever? Yeah, I think so. That's an actual place, isn't it, that you can mm, go to? No. I, 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 don't I don't think know. so. That strip club from Sopranos? I don't know. Okay, uh, we're gonna have something else. Can you else. imagine going to a strip club in New Jersey? Oh my no. god! I bet you. Ooh, I bet you the women are hard. Oh, you should go no. to a strip club in Portland, though. There are tons of them. You. We have. Well, you guys got. You guys got strip clubs, really? Seriously, we <laughs> do, have the do most. Do they wear of... shorts? No, we have the. <laughs> do they do they wear shorts at the strip club? And do they do they move at all? Or do they just sit there? Oh, it's time to dance now. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, wait, what type There's of music do they play? <laughs> Why'd you stop? <laughs> oh my god. You no, guys got have, strip clubs? No, we have the oh, most yeah. strip clubs per capita in the entire country. Well That's you might true. as well because you're getting weed next month. So, you, <laughs> so you, you might as well have it. You, you might as well have it. Oh my God. I, you know what? They're believe everywhere. It not, believe it or not, as crazy as I am, I've only been to a strip club once. Wow. wow. And if I told you the story, you'd never want to go again. You, did you go to strip club? I mean, I've Are you gone. bisexual? No. Are you gay? No. Good. Because you're too cute to be. <laughs> you, 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 you sure you didn't grow up in Atlanta? you kind of thick for a white girl, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. You're thicker than a snicker. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd be an, you'd be an item. You, you would be a wanted <laughs> item in Atlanta. <laughs> They'd be like, and this is how they talk. Damn, cool. You see that, uh... You see that white girl right there? God, man. I'm going to eat her like one of them chicken fajitas. <laughs> uh, that's uh, chicken fajita. But, yeah, I'm going to eat You're like not giving me a complex fajita. at all. Thank you. <laughs> I don't have a complex. Let me tell you, when a black man wants you, you know you're on time. <laughs> you, you know, but if you're white and then just white guy wants you, then you pretty much right there. <laughs> when a black man wants you, you all right. 
You are. Right. Look at her turning all red. I and am everything. turning red. Yes, sir. God damn it. You put a little brown in you. <laughs> <laughs> So I bet your boyfriend probably listening right now. Dude, that's my girl. <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah. Listen, bro. Why do be kill me when they do that? Bro. I don't want no trouble, but if you want it, bring it. Bro. Why you got to yell at me? You ain't got to yell at me. Just do it. You ain't got to yell. Yeah, no, no one fucking yelling, man. Hey, man. Why'd you just come down? Man, tell you what, man. Tell you what. I'm going to give you the count of two. And I swear to God, I'm going to pounce on you. <laughs> One, and they actually count. <laughs> Black people, all we do is say, all right. <laughs> all we say is, all right. We pretty much know you're getting ready to be home, cuz. <laughs> Black people will sneak you quickly. Well, why give a warning? Yeah, why? For what? <laughs> yeah. You're going to fight anyway. Yeah. Be the first one in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You be the first one in and not the last one out. That's how I look at it. If I know you want to fight me, oh, I'm straight getting you. Oh, yeah. Right then and there. Yeah. <laughs> Pow. That's all you're going to feel. Dude, I wasn't ready. That's your fault. <laughs> I mean, this dude hit me one time, no lie. And I knew better. That's when I knew I had been out the hood too long. He wanted to fight me at this comedy club when I was, like, starting out. Uh-huh. Do you realize I started to pull my jacket off over my head? That is the dumbest thing. <laughs> you, done, you know in the hood, you don't pull your jacket off. You start swinging. And I pulled my jacket off, and then I thought about it. I said, oh, my God. What am I doing? My jacket is on my head. And I looked through my jacket. Incoming. This was already on its way. He hit me right at the top of my head and put a blood clot. Oh, oh my God. Can you see it right there? No, I can't see it. Look, right here is a little dark spot. Right oh, yeah, I can't see that. Yeah, can't see that? Yeah. Oh, what a dick. Yeah, well, what's so bad about it? <laughs> what, what's so bad about it? It left a permanent blood clot right there. Yeah. So, Damn. Yeah, so, I, I mean... I mean, it scarred my beautiful skull. But lesson learned, you know, never to pull it over. I'll never yeah. do it again. I'll yeah. cut that bitch off before I, <laughs> before I pull it over my head. Uh, lesson to everyone. If you're getting ready, especially white guys, if you're getting ready to fight, do not pull your jacket <laughs> off. Okay? Because the other dude might not wait for you. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> don't pull the jacket off. Don't give a countdown. Yeah, don't yeah, you're gonna don't do give, like... Do not give a countdown. <laughs> do not give a countdown. And if that's your girl, don't tell him, dude, that's my girl. Because chances are he's probably already fucked her. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, can I say that on there? You oh, should yeah, you okay. say Well, yeah. it's been yeah. said. He probably, <laughs> have, he probably already has done, done the drop dick on her. I'm just, <laughs> the drop dick? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you have to be a certain size to do a drop dick. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to do it. You can't be Adam and do a drop dick. <laughs> yeah. can, I don't know. Adam might fool you, though. Adam, yeah, he's a little skinny little dude. He could be smuggling dude. something Yeah, he yeah. could be. Yeah, yeah. you could be smuggling uh, iguana. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. You just never know. Because his feet ain't small. What size you wear, Adam? Ten and a half. He's, oh, Adam might oh. be smuggling something. <laughs> Adam wears ten and a half, and he weighs 90 pounds. <laughs> That's pretty good. I only wear, I only wear ten. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I grew up in Alabama. <laughs> well, Arnez, so you, so you have your show tonight at Helium Comedy Club. Oh, yeah, I am you were just comedy, in, huh? yeah. So you just did uh, Helium in Philadelphia, right? Last I weekend, did. yeah. I wasn't even supposed to be there. Like I wouldn't, I wasn't supposed to be there um, at that club, and really wasn't supposed to be here at this club. Oh wow! But but I, it's a, such a, a blessing that. I actually came. Yeah. Um, it's a blessing that um, 
we did so good in Philadelphia. It's like the owners are like, I, you know, I didn't think he was going to do that well. I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's the subject of We did what? He sold out when? My God. Merchandise? <laughs> we should have collected on that. <laughs> no, we had we had a beautiful time in Philly. Oh, and the great. owners and the staff at Helium were were, were beautiful. They were oh, phenomenal. Awesome. 